This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 254, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. My guest today says you were designed to do more and to be more in the body of Christ. Queens, it's time for you to play your royal position. Joining me on today's show is Minister Nikita Davis. Nikita is an ordained minister, an inspirational and motivational speaker, an author and blogger and co-founder of the ministry and the music, owner of Be Like Christ Christian Apparel and co-host of the morning inspirational show, Good Morning Jesus. Nikita also has a full-time career in corporate America, spanning over a decade in leadership, building sustainable relationships and nurturing winning teams. Now on today's show, Nikita is going to share when you fix your gaze on Jesus, he will give you direction, he will guide you, and all other avenues will fall into place. She's going to talk about having an attitude of gratitude. It's not a cure to everything, but it is a start. And she's also going to talk about find your quiet place amidst the storm. Even with the wind or even with the wind raging, your world may seem to appear upside down take solace in knowing that the Lord is with you and so much more. Welcome to the show, Nikita. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor and a pleasure to meet you and to be on this show. I think what you're doing is absolutely outstanding. It definitely gives honor and glory to God. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you are so very welcome. I love how we started off the show with a quote that you said. I love doing that because it really speaks into what our guests love to, to share. And you say, we were designed to be more, to do more in the body of Christ. Queens, it's time for you to play your royal position. Why is it, do you think, that so many women don't um, don't tap in to their, their unique gifts and strengths that God has knitted into them and mm. play small, all of that? What, what, what are some of the things and insights you want to share today? Absolutely. And, and thank you for asking that. You know, we were designed to do more and to be more in the body of Christ. And just in my everyday interactions, whether it be in my career, whether it be in the ministry, or whether it be um, in our business uh, that my husband and I co-found together, we find that women find themselves just stuck. It's almost as if they're afraid to step out. They're afraid to really engulf the greatness that God has given them. We were all designed to live out our full potential. 
um, it reminds me of the Israelites when it was time for them to go ahead and possess the land. They were afraid. Mm -hmm. They wanted to go back to Egypt, right? Where they were enslaved. It was almost safer. Mm -hmm. um, it was something they knew. It was comfortable. A lot of times people will stop, especially women. And that's a place I can speak from because I am a woman. I am a wife. I am a mother of two. So that's the place I resonate with the most. And we can be afraid because we're okay with the comfortability. We're okay with the same and the status quo. We want more, mm -hmm. but we won't actually do necessarily what it takes to get more and achieve more in Christ. And I'm talking about doing things all righteously. Mm -hmm. So I feel like women specifically will just, um, they'll put themselves in a box and they will allow themselves to be labeled with what society labels them as. Please understand what I'm saying. A wife that is an amazing label. I love it. I honor it. I cherish it. a mother. I cherish all of those things. But even with those things being so amazing, I know that the Lord has designed me to do more and mm -hmm. to be more in the body of Christ. Those are resources that if I put together, I can live out my full potential in Jesus Christ. And that's what I want other women to do. Yes. So, so true. Something else that I know that you're encouraging us to do. And I think often we can look at, try and look at our own strengths. And as we know, we, we often will fall short. And, and when we fix our gaze on Jesus, he will give you direction. That's something that you want to speak into. He'll guide you and all mm -hmm. other avenues will fall into place. Share a little bit more about this because I think that this really um, will be our, our guide, our, our comfort, even in, in areas where we feel quite weak. So what are some insights you want to share here? Absolutely. And I, I have my Bible right here with me and I just want to quote it verbatim um, coming out of Matthew chapter six, verse 33. And it simply says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about, you know, fixing your gaze on Jesus, that has got to be your main focal point in whatever you're doing. Does that mean that you're not able to quote unquote, have fun or to do something that you feel passionate about. No, but what it's saying is if you put him at the forefront, everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm. Even myself, I, I call myself um, doing what I consider heart checks all the time to ensure that I'm aligned with Jesus Christ, because sometimes I can get ahead of myself. I can be excited about a movement or something that's going on. And I have to say, OK, but wait a minute. Am I first? seeking his kingdom mm -hmm. am i then seeking his righteousness or did somewhere in between did i squeeze nikita in there mm -hmm. kingdom nikita and righteousness or <laughs> nikita righteousness and then kingdom did i get it twisted along the way yeah. and so i really want to encourage people to have those heart-to-heart -heart checks take that moment and we talk about it we can talk about it a little bit later when you have that opportunity to be amongst yourself and really to align and re-strategize your priorities. Is Christ coming first in that? If he is, then great. You mm. know you're running in the right race and you're running in the at the right pace. Yes. But if he's not, then I want you to rethink possible. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love that reminder because you're so right. Often what we do is we put ourselves first and then seek uh -huh. the kingdom. Kingdom, can you please support this and this, 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 is this long <laughs> list? And then the Lord goes, mm, 
I'm trolling you. Actually, the other I'm way around. I have to, I have to check myself because I'm, I, I tell. Let me first of all, let me say this. I give glory to God. He is the head of my life, but I am not perfect by a long shot. I fall short just like anyone else. We are in this thing together. Is the way that I tell people. Even when I have opportunities to preach or teach or to give an encouraging word, like, look, whatever I'm providing to you, I'm speaking it into myself mm-hmm. because we're in this thing together, and we just gotta lock arms and say we're all trying to finish this race uh, for Jesus Christ. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Something else that um, I've learned as well, and and I think fits beautifully into this. You know, sometimes we often, uh, you know, is this more from me exactly what you've just said is this more am i really keeping his kingdom first a lot of our gifts and strengths and even the visions Uh that we may have are there they're planted because of the fact that he he's given us that the authority to speak into that whatever the knowledge expertise that that we have but i think often if we run ahead because we think i've got this i've you know have that Uh confidence in ourselves that's often where we will we will definitely fall short and i think for many of us too who do really feel called to speak into something or do something we need to lean into him because the enemy and the things the challenges that are in front of us we do not know he knows but he knows Uh that only in and through him will we ever hope to to come out uh you know and so we need to be reminded of that don't we Absolutely. We, we definitely do. And it's so important. That's why, you know, we've got to abide in him as mm-hmm. he abides in us. If we don't do that, then we'll, we'll lose that footing. Yeah. Right now, the wonderful thing about it is he'll catch us when we fall, when we fall, because it's mm-hmm. not a if we will fall, but he'll catch us when we abide in him because we're his child. Mm-hmm. So as long as we keep that relationship, just as you would to your father or your mother, um, you know, you can ask him anything. You can talk to him about anything. You know, I'm one of those, uh, I guess, crazy people. You might find me talking to myself. It's so funny. I was in the car the other day and I it wasn't. It may have been today. Oh, <laughs> it may have been today. But just where I'm having a full out conversation with God, and I'm just like, I know He hears me, and He will respond back to me. And whether it be a sign or a wonder, whether it be just a gentle whisper that I hear only, mm. I know He's speaking to me, and He is guiding me in the right direction. So, absolutely, we've mm. got to make sure we keep our gaze on Him. That's the only way we can be directed to yeah. our greatness that already lives inside of us. Yes, absolutely. Now we've all had heard and may have uh, even adopted it if you will the attitude of gratitude yeah you say it's not a cure to everything but it is a good start speak more about this absolutely well um, I've had the opportunity the Lord has placed in my heart many things but one of those things was authorship and I had an opportunity this year to bring out my debut devotional book entitled mm-hmm. Jesus Coffee and Prayer and it's an attitude of gratitude series and it's so funny because I had a conversation with someone and essentially told them the synopsis of the book and just my perspective of Jesus Christ and, and pointed to some quotes and some scripture through the Bible and he said oh so you think that having an attitude of gratitude that's just going to fix everything you know and I said of course not of course not but it is a start we have to start somewhere and I I don't want to steal anyone's quote but I just love this I heard this maybe a couple days ago and it basically said um and I hope I'm, I'm saying it correctly but it said when I was clever I wanted to change the world 
But now that I'm wise, I know to change myself. Mm. And I don't know who, it was anonymous somewhere, but I love that quote and I kind of took it and I tell everybody it's not mine, but I thought it was so beautiful. And what I'm basically trying to say is it starts with me. If I want to see the world in this better place, if I want to see people doing the right thing, if I want to see us wrapping our arms around fellow Christians and other people that have not yet made Jesus their Lord and Savior, then I've got to start by being that example. I've got to show that I've got the gratitude, that I have the compassion, that I have Mm -hmm. the sincerity um, from me before I can expect anything from you. And we just... We're just backwards. Mm-hmm. I expect you to have an attitude of gratitude, Anne-Marie. I expect you to be awesome and amazing and all of these things. But when I take that mirror and look at me, it's a little faltered. You know, the Bible mm-hmm. talks about taking the plank out of our own eyes first. And essentially, this is where that generates and resonates from. Mm-hmm. I've got to have an attitude of gratitude in all situations because the reality is no matter what you're going through, and this is not to slight people who are going through some real situations. I mean, the list could go on and on the mm. things people are dealing with. We don't know what our neighbor is dealing with, but you've got to know that somebody somewhere, it has it a little bit harder than you do. Somebody mm. else doesn't even have the opportunity that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was thinking about this today and it's just so true. I promise you there is someone right now that is six feet deep that wish they had your worst day, your mm. worst day. So think of your worst day, whatever is just the most gut-wrenching worst day you've ever had. There's somebody that no longer has that opportunity. Yes. So we've got to start somewhere. We don't live in a dreamland. However, the Bible tells us to rejoice always. First Thessalonians 5.16, which is one of my favorite scriptures. Rejoice yes. always. Have the attitude of gratitude. Yes, yes. You know, as you were sharing that, I'm reminded of uh, a Bible verse, and I Googled it as as you were speaking because I wanted to make <laughs> sure that I could reference it and say, you know, Romans five verse three and four says, you know, more than that, we and this is what you were speaking into. We rejoice in uh-huh. our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces uh-huh. character, and character produces hope. And and you know, as you said, there there may be someone that is really struggling struggling through a season, and if I look through some of those real difficult seasons like a death of a child or whatever it is you know if it weren't for my faith and hope in him that that was my only strength that was my and I was grateful for the fact that I knew I didn't need to struggle through that alone you know and that and and, and that's what it's all about you know people um I'm just I hate when people try to put Christianity in this small little box and these are the only things that apply. God is with you always, Mm -hmm. always, even when you are messed up, jacked up, not living right. He doesn't abandon you in that moment. He's with you, right? He is with you in that mess. And like you said, whether that be a death of a child or somebody going through divorce, which could also feel like a death mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, the job has laid you off. Your coworkers are talking about you behind your back. Whatever the case may be, friends have left you and walked away. They're not supporting you as you're trying to straighten up and do right in Jesus Christ. You mm-hmm. lose a lot of friends. And I've definitely had those experiences, you know, yeah. the loss of a parent. I've had that. I've lost both my mother and my father at a young age. Mm. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, I mm. do not know where I would be. Mm. And it's true. I may not have known it to the degree I know it today. Okay. Minister Nikita mm. Davis. I don't mm. care about titles, but 
that is who was with me along the way. And I'm so glad that I had a praying mother. I had a praying grandmother. Somebody prayed for me somewhere, mm. sometime. And so God is good. Mm. You'll get me started now. I'm telling you, Anne-Marie. <laughs> I'm telling you. He is so good and he is worthy to be praised. And yeah. I thank you for this platform. It's awesome. Oh, you are so very welcome. That's uh, so, so true. You know, in in, in the, the, the best moments right through to the darkest moments, I think. Yes. And, and I love that you remind us that it doesn't matter who we are or where we are at or what we think we uh -huh. have done. If we go to the Lord and just pray and ask for forgiveness, he will forgive us and yes, he, he loves will. us and I think so often even as Christians oh I can't talk about that or bring that forward in prayer how am I going to do that he knows it anyway he knows our every thought but the <laughs> right. thing is we can't heal it unless we share it and and ask for that it. and I think you know even to, to have that attitude of gratitude even in those um, issues at the time it's really difficult but then as he brings yes. you through that then you can look at where you've come from and think wow had it not been for that um, situation I wouldn't have built empathy and compassion for other people who are now That's in that it. season of their life and now I can be the hope and speak into them and bring you know um, and pray for them and do that you just don't know and I think it's such a great reminder that um, you share Absolutely. that with us today let's talk about finding your quiet place amidst the storm this can be really <laughs> difficult too can't it yes it certainly can I mean it really it's you know, um, going through the different things uh, that I consider to be my foundation, of course, Christ is at the center of all of that. It really all comes together. Um, the message that I pray that I get across is just relationship and not religion. Mm -hmm. If you find relationship, we talked about abiding in him and him abiding in you relationship not religion having those quiet times you know seeking his kingdom first and his righteousness right that is all of that that means i've got to zone out the rest of the world god knows we have enough distractions i mean literally just getting to this call to you it's like two cell phones <laughs> one's chirping ipads beeping i mean you know and the world wants our attention the mm -hmm. enemy the devil let's call it out he mm -hmm. wants our attention he wants our focus he wants to shift us from Christ and ultimately shift us from our destiny right so it's so important that we find that quiet place whatever that may be for you it may be just a moment that you're able to grasp and you have that real relationship just as you and I are talking just as you would talk with your friend your mother your co-worker whoever and you actually just pour out your heart to him he will fill you back up with his righteousness, with his love, with his compassion, he will really do those things. And I know that it can be difficult for those who are not yet believers or who are right on the fence. They're not mm -hmm. really sure. They feel like their heart has been broken time and time again. They tried to give God a chance and it didn't work out, didn't pan out my way. And so they're on the fence. I just want to encourage them that he hears you. Mm -hmm. He knows your voice from, it's what, seven, almost eight million people in the world he knows your individual cry just as a mother i have two children and i promise you if my baby is hurt i can hear him mm -hmm. um, i mean it's it's just an instinct so if that's the internal instinct i have and i'm made of flesh nothing yeah. but dirt then what does our father have he hears your cry mm -hmm. he knows when you are depressed or feeling down and out so i just encourage people to find that secret place create that moment of solitude because you've got to fight for your peace mm. people think peace okay I, I will go somewhere else with this but you know yeah. people feel like peace is oh it's so sweet it's peace it's peace you gotta 
fight for peace. Mm -hmm. You have to fight for your peace. You have to say, who is trying to steal my peace? Who is the enemy using to try to steal my peace? That could be a cell phone. That could be an iPad. It could be a coworker. It could be a friend. Mm -hmm. You've got to fight for your peace so you can have that solitude and have that alone time with Jesus Christ. So definitely, um, if anybody doesn't walk away with anything else, know that there's freedom in Jesus Christ. He is our Lord and Savior, but he also desires to have relationship and not just this cookie cutter. It's Sunday. I went to church. I went to mass mm -hmm. and then it's done everyday relationships and community with you. So yeah, yes, absolutely. It's so important. And I think when we looking at it from the context of our business too, everything that uh -huh. we have shared today is so important. You know, are we fixing our gaze on Jesus when it comes to our business with the business decisions, yes. the networking groups? Um, that we are, you know, deciding whether or not to attend the attitude of gratitude, even when a project ha has not been one or a proposal has not been one. There may be things within that that the Lord said, you know what, this is not for you. Are we, you know, submitting that to prayer? Even uh, I think some of my biggest lessons I've learned through the failures of, of business, you know, Absolutely. because it was with that that I was able to go, okay, I can really see that this was more from a, yeah, a worldly point of view. And, and I think, as you mentioned, you know, find your quiet place. It's so important. Where do we start our day or do we carve out? Um, our diary to spend time in prayer, looking in the word, looking how can this impact the business? How am I showing up? And it would, if someone would to look at, at me and the way in which I'm doing my business, is uh -huh. it Christ honoring? Or can yes. someone say, hmm, well, if that is like being what a Christian is like, I want, you know. Or, no part yeah, of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Because we are all, you know, in our actions, our interactions, our conversations. And we're ambassadors of, of Jesus. And yes. I think it's such a, Absolutely. an important message. Now, you mentioned, uh, Nikita, that you've got a very special event coming up. And also, too, it's an annual one. Share a little bit more about that because I'm sure from the conversation that we've had today, many people want to connect with you to find out more about uh, the work and support you offer. So share a little bit more about how we can connect and a little bit more about the event coming up. Okay, absolutely. Well, there's multiple ways that you can connect with me. You can connect with me at Jesus Coffee and Prayer um, on Instagram as well as on Facebook. You can visit my website. I've got two. It's uh, JesusCoffeeAndPrayer.com. Um, I do daily, or not necessarily daily, but I do devotionals there. I put up content, more about events, Christ-centered, of course, that are on that website. And then my husband and I are in the process of finishing our, our getting our 501c3 status for our outreach ministry, which is the ministry and the music. So that's alltogether.com um, that you can go to to find out more about what we're doing here in the community where I'm located in Charlotte, North Carolina. In regards to the event that I have coming up, I'm just super excited about it. The Lord has placed it on my heart. I'm just so, he's such a good God. Let me just go on record for saying that probably the seventh time. I don't know, but he's just so good. And I just love how he has equipped us with everything that we need. And one of the things that he imprinted on my heart is to have a Christian women's conference, but not just for us to talk about, you know, each other. We want to edify one another. We want to edify Christ. But I want us to walk away being taught how we can improve and empower ourselves to run our race in our business, in our ministry, 
in our nonprofit organizations, kind of going back to when you started, you were designed for more, to do more and to be more in the body of Christ. So this is all about sisterhood, wrapping our arms around each other and just igniting that fire to go ahead and do what God has called you to do. Somebody needs you to start that podcast, Anne-Marie. Somebody needs you to write that book. Somebody needs you to start that business. And so I've got a panel of about 10 women that I will have with me going forward where they will be talking about their own personal businesses, their ministries, their nonprofit. They're actually going to be teaching the audience tangible things that they can do as it applies to their business, their Mm -hmm. ministry, their nonprofit, so that they can grow, excel, and succeed in Jesus Christ. So it's very much a networking event, but it's specific because it is with Christ in the center. Mm -hmm. I like to say that prayer is a part of my business strategy. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll put all of those details on our show notes so that you can certainly reach out to Nikita and find out about the event that's coming up. So all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE254. One of the things I'm doing for all of my guests and would be honored to do that for you as well today, Nikita, is just to finish the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Absolutely. Please do. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Nikita today and to hear her message, Lord, that technology um, did not halt the conversation, but we were able to to share that. And we really just hope and pray that it will continue to inspire people who maybe are not fixing their, their eyes on Jesus, who maybe are trying to go through this with their own strength, Lord. But as we're reminded today, that when we do fix our eyes on you, when we put your kingdom first, your righteousness first, that is when mountains will move, where opportunities that we could not hope even with our own strength to, um, to come about, that is the sort of thing that you will do when we commit everything to you first, Father. Father, we just want to uplift everything that uh, Nikita is doing, all the businesses, the event that is coming up, Father, that you will continue to bless her and her husband and the work that they are doing. Continue to bless and find favor so that other people who come into connection and contact will really um, see and, and really know fully that uh, they are your children and the destiny that they have, the gifts that you've blessed them with are here for a purpose and that they can do more and be more centered in and through you only. Father, we just want to ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. Thank you so very much for coming on the show. And um, yeah, everything that you said today was such a great reminder. It's Monday here for us here in Australia. I know uh, (laughs) Sunday where you are at. So let me tell you, I say this to all of my guests and people in the US, tomorrow, Monday for you is going to be an amazing day. Uh, But don't tell anyone that uh, we said that, but it is a a blessed, blessed day. (laughs) So uh, thank you once again for coming on the show. And, and sharing your insights and blessing. It, it has been a blessing, I'm sure, to everyone listening and watching today too. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. I speak abundance and disfavor over your ministry because this mm-hmm. is your ministry through this podcast and the lives that you are touching. Um, you know, God knows it. He sees all and he's got a reward for you. So I'm thankful for you and this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And to all your listeners, I pray that they are blessed richly in all that they do. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? 
Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.